When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. And yes, pretty young. I'm Henry Larson. I am Francisco Serundolo. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, good evening, tennis fans. We're here to talk about the ATP Tour Finals. That is right. Five places so far have been taken, but there are still three places remaining. And we're here to talk about who they are going to be, because I'd say there's probably five main contenders for the three places, but there's still a couple of people on the uh, cusp, maybe they could sneak it, but it's all down to a couple of tournaments remaining. Uh, they're playing two of them this week, and there's Paris Masters coming up next week. JG, are you excited for the ATB Tour Finals to start with? For sure, I'm excited. I love the event massively. We've already seen some real high-profile names announced they're going to be definitely playing uh, we're going to get into that in a moment. So this podcast is going to be just talking about who can qualify. And then we're going to give an overview and a preview of the event. We will do a more official one closer to the event. But this is just one to wet your whistle and get yourself excited for the race. Well, for the ATP finals in Turin. It's no longer in London. So let's start off with who has qualified. And as you can see, this is a good tweet. Um, let me just make it a tad bigger. So we've got Alcaraz, the world number one. He's in. We've got Rafael Nadal. We've got Kasper Ruud, Stefano Sissipas, and Novak Djokovic because uh, he's in the top 15 and he won a Grand Slam this year being Wimbledon. So that gives him automatic qualification. Um, you look at the other names, like Ben mentioned, it's between five. You could probably make a case for I don't know, what, up to eight? I don't think it goes really mm. further than that. Maybe yeah, six maybe. or seven at a push. But seven these are the five. main five who are fighting for their space at this year's Tour Finals. And that is Daniel Medvedev, Andre Rublev, 
Felix, who has just been amazing. I mean, back-to-back tournaments for him. He's going for a third right now, so watch out for him. Indoor hard courts is probably one of his best surfaces. I know he's good on the grass, but he's winning the titles on the indoor hard courts. Going into this event, you've got to say he's the most informed player on the tour on this surface. So you can't ever rule, rule him out at all. Taylor Fritz, he's not doing too bad at the moment. Hubi Hercatch, who I believe has got a few more points than this because he was able to defeat someone very TFO. big. That's it. Francis TFO in the past few hours, who was my finalist for that event. So I've had a complete mare there. Uh, But her catch, if he can go deep in, is it Vienna? Her catch is in, I believe it is in Basel. Basel. No, sorry, right. it is in, no, it is in Vienna. Sorry, apologies. Okay. I've, just, I've, got both, I've, I've got both of them open at the moment. I'm going through both the draws. Yeah, no, it definitely is Vienna, and her catch was able to beat TFO there. Cam Murray also beat Cashin, and he's one of the ones on the fringes. I mean, if he's able to go and win Vienna, then Paris Bercy, then he'll be in, but it's not going to be that straightforward <laughs> for Cam Murray, is it? Close match with Cashin as well. It was, uh, wasn't as easy as you might have thought it would be. Uh, one over three sets there did Cam Norrie. And it doesn't get any easier. He is, well, maybe one more game away from potentially playing Andre Rublev. And it's another person who is fighting for that race to Turin as well. Rublev, probably, I'd say, a bit better on these indoor hard courts than Cam Norrie. But it would be interesting to see Cam Norrie getting back. I know that last year he did sort of sneak uh, sneak in there and had a really good year. I mean, I don't think we can overlook how consistent Cam Norrie's been. I just don't think indoor hard courts really his like ballpark, really. But who knows, really, in tennis these days. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it was in America, maybe he'd have more time. <laughs> but we've got yeah, David possibly. in. How are we doing, David? Uh, shout out to you. Did a great stream yesterday with Draper uh, Alcaraz. And he's saying, if Felix... Uh, meets the results of Fritz and Hubie, he'll qualify. Needs to keep the consistency, though. I think he will, but it's not normally in his character. And yes, that is a good point from him because we know in the past his character has been a bit in question. Let's be honest, he made so many finals. Was it eight or nine finals and lost them all? Uh, But now he's winning stuff. He's winning stuff. Is this a new Felix? I've already said I think he's the most informed player right now on tour on this surface. I think he's going to have enough. And before we get into the preview of the ATP finals, me and Ben are going to give our predictions on who we think will qualify. Uh, And I think we're going to do one at a time. So I'm going to go with the obvious one. And that is Daniel Medvedev. Yeah, (laughs) I think that we're, we're both sort of in the same mind here. I've got a feeling that he's probably going to beat Dominic Team, even though Team did very well. To, to come back. Uh, he, he managed to save a match point against Tommy Paul as well in the final set tie break. But I feel that Medvedev is a different animal to Tommy Paul. So I, I think that Medvedev, after that team match, should be able to go through this tournament. And uh, we both have him winning the tournament. So I, I'm expecting him to do so, though. Are you able to bring up the live? I know you had it up a second ago, and I'll just share that on the screen for a moment. Um... The, the draws? No, just the live, the, race. the live race. Sure. I don't know if you still got it. There we go. Yeah. So let's just have a look at this because I'm interested to see with Andre Rublev what he got last year. So he's defending a round of 32, right, at Vienna? Yeah. So oh, no, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what he got last year, does it? That's completely out of the, 
sorry guys, nothing to do with that because it doesn't work. That's the overall rankings that would affect. With this, it's yeah. just how far he can go. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, you can see he's not that far behind Medvedev, really. So uh, I think that they could potentially clash if uh, if I'm right in thinking in this tournament, and that could be a real. I, I always say that Medvedev will have his number anyway, but if there's something more on the line, who's to say that? Uh, Andre Rublev might not uh, turn up the heat. He's just demolished Swartz, but no. Um, uh, I think he's but... going to be fine. I'm going to Rublev for me. The next one, he's going to be fine. He is my number two in. So both Russians for me are eighty percent, ninety percent sure they're both qualify. Yeah, you got to remember we've got Paris Masters and Medvedev is well, he's last year's finalist there, so. I'd expect him to go deep in Paris as well. Um, I fully expect Daniel Medvedev to be there. Rublev, yeah, I would expect Rublev as well. I expect him to have a, a good Paris as well. Uh, he's good, good on the surface, Rublev and Medvedev exactly. as well. So Medvedev, you've got to be honest, last few years he's been the best coming into this period and the one yeah. feared the most, more than maybe Djokovic. Um, yeah, possibly. So, yeah, that's definitely for me. We both agree on that. The third spot, Ben, we've got three names there to choose from. Four if you want to include Nori. Uh, I'm not including him, though. Wow. So out of them three names, Hubi Hercatch, Taylor Fritz and Felix, one space up for grabs. Who is going to get it? And this is where it gets very interesting because there's not that much between them. And Felix, credit to him, because of his recent success in them two events, he's catapulted himself into this position because I was almost certain it was going to be Taylor Fritz. I I was going to the Hubie Hercatch side, if I'm perfectly honest. But yeah, we've both gone sort of different ways and Felix is sort of thrown in the middle. Uh, a cat amongst the pig, a pigeons, so to speak. Yeah, um, I think I'm, there's still something in my head telling me Hercatch is going to make it. I don't know why. I feel that that result today yeah, showed, big one. showed something really positive from her catch. And I've got him in, in the final of my bracket uh, for that event. If he does that, I think that Felix could go out earlier in this event. I think both of us thought that could happen as well. Yep. If it does, tables turn again. And then we, we find ourselves with her well, catch. Imagine so. Felix draws... A Djokovic second round in Paris and goes out early here, and her catch is a relatively nice draw in Paris. Well, Fritz well, has a nice draw. They're both. You got to remember, all of these players are still playing at the moment. I know you got some draws up, so maybe you can take us yeah. through some of that. Well, this is where Felix is in his draw. Uh, Ketsmanovic just finished. Wow, he actually did beat Fakina in the end. That's a great result for him. That will be potentially the next opponent for Felix. He have, he'll have to get past Huesler first, which is. No easy matchup. Let me zoom that a little bit. Actually, so no, I think see. I've got... I didn't have him going out early. You do. I do. I haven't gone out to Ketsmanovic. I've got him winning the whole thing. Oh, really? What, three in a row? Yeah, I've gone three oh, in wow. a row. <laughs> I forgot that you had to get him I going think on that, that basis... Alone, <laughs> I, I thought the, yeah, that's right. Because now, now you're bringing up these names. I think it's all winnable matches. It's not a bad section at all for Felix. So after that, it could be... We've got another tournament winner down here as well, yeah, but though. Yeah, is not going to... I don't think he's going to follow up that. I feel like he's just a bit... He is Felix of old, where... Maybe not, though, because he's already just won a title, which is pretty amazing. So, so, so it's that. not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but I think Felix is going to have enough for this section. And that is why... Listen, there's... Mate, 
maybe people are going to call me boring, but I think the three who are going to qualify are them three. Medford, Everett, and Felix. I think we need to put a little bit of uh, respect on Huesler's now. I know that we had when we had Gene in the uh, live chat, he was saying that he thought Huesler could knock out uh, Felix. And if we remember just recently, uh, Holger Rune, who's just gone on and beaten Sissipas in the final, Huesler beat him in a final recently. So the, the, he could still be in relatively good form, could knock out Felix. Who knows? It's an interesting matchup. Uh, it's not a good little section if you've got tournament winners. We've got three tournament, recent tournament winners all in one little section. Hmm. So, and then moving I feel on. Like you're definitely not picking Felix, then, are you, for your third spot? No. I, not... I don't mind the section. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I told you, I'm going more towards her catch. I don't know. I know that Where that's probably. Then? That, uh, well, that's in the other tournament. This is Basel, as we just uh, alluded to. If we go down here, her catch, it's not an easy section. We've got Chorich, we've got Sissipas, but Ooh, I think... no, it's horrible, mate. He's not getting out of that. It's, if it's you're comparing tough. the two, Felix is definitely better than, he, than her catch is. Uh, yeah, it's definitely better, but I think her catch can still do it. You've bottled it big time. Why is that You've got it wrong. It? Yeah, but we've still got another tournament. It's not just on this tournament. Mate, her catch is getting Djokovic second round. I just know. Look at this. What? So we've we've not spoken about Fritz yet either. So Fritz Chapo. Do you reckon Fritz is going to go out here and is this going to ruin it? I actually prefer Fritz to her catch. Wow. I might. I would go Felix and Fritz and her catch. That's why I'm surprised. Of, you're a bit of a her catch hater. I feel. No, I just don't know what you're doing to be honest because I don't think uh, he's going to do it. Well, I've got him in my final. You're going for somebody you've got as a winner. Is, of your I'm tournament. going for my bracket and you're going for your bracket. So it makes sense, but I just don't think your one's going to come true. It never does. Well, if my one does come through, he's going to have to go through the ringer, I think. <laughs> he's going to have a time on TFO, Rusevori, potentially Tsitsipas, and then potentially, well, maybe Fritz, mate. It might be a battle between the two. That could be fascinating because if we do get to get her catch Fritz, then that is like a bit of a shootout. Well, what about if we get, get to the ATP Rublev, finals? Medvedev and Fritz Herkatch. I think Rublev Medvedev have enough though, man. They don't need to to, to gain too many more points. No, I think you're probably right, but I just like the narrative. Like Medvedev at Paris is so good. Like he's not going to... If I think if he makes quarterfinals, he's, he's in already. Yeah, I think it's... He's so good. We've got to never disrespect Daniel Medvedev. And, how and I've also is. think he's going to win Vienna. Or well, Basel. we both, yeah. With... I forget which one he's in. This one is Vienna. Vienna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know it's difficult. When they're two good tournaments playing at the same time, it does make it slightly more tricky Sorry. to remember which one is which. But yeah, going over to the other one. I mean, Booster, I don't think that he's nah. going to stand a chance. I mean, I think he might even go out to Stricker next round, if I'm perfectly honest. I think Alcaraz takes him. More than likely, he played great against Draper. Well done to Draper, by the way. I think I thought he played fantastically against the world yep. number one. Unlucky, still not looking great in like long matches, but I think that will come with uh, time. I was just looking on the buttons, Ben. We don't have the little the little fade to the next section, do we? No, that's not on there. Sorry, sir. That's a shame because I love that because now we are going to the second section of the video. That is who we think is going to qualify. So just to confirm, I've got Medvedev, Rublev and Felix. So five, six and seven. And Ben is going for five, Medvedev, six, Rublev and number nine, Hubi Hercatch. Lucky 
well, lucky number nine doesn't exist, does it? <laughs> Not really. But uh, yeah, number number nine, her catch is somebody who can trouble Daniel Medvedev. And I always think about that when I think about Bruce has got him next round. If that happens, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> it's Bruce Savory. Uh, it, I mean, Bruce, I, I, I believe Let in that hear. guy. Let me hear. <laughs> Say my name. It's Bruce Savory. Let me hear. Say my name. It's Bruce Savory. <laughs> There we go. Just a little intro of it. That's the man who I think is knocking out her catch. No, mate. Never. (laughs) That's enough of that one. That is enough. Right. Okay. Right. Let's move on to the second section. And this is one I've prepared myself. So you know it's going to be brilliant. And the first one I want to bring up is something. (laughs) No PowerPoint, but it's something very interesting. I know Ben wouldn't know anything about this. But some fascinating news for the ATP finals. The singles final of the ATP finals <laughs> has been pushed back by two hours to avoid a clash with the rescheduled opening game of the World Cup. It took the ATP two, ATP two months to make this change, yet they are refusing to offer refunds for any ticket holders who now cannot attend. Boo. First off, I'm very happy they have. Um, change, changed it yeah. to avoid a clash with the World Cup. I didn't realize it was all going to be on the, all of the same day. So we're going to have the ATP finals <clears throat> final on the same day as the start of the World Cup. So I'm glad they've moved that away from each other. The only problem is, surely they should be offering refunds. There's still enough time to sell tickets for it. So just offer people refunds yeah. who paid for a, t- a different time. I mean, that's the least they should do. Rude, it's an, it, it, quite frankly, it's an absolute disgrace from the ATP that they're not offering the refunds. And I mean, at this tweet, when was this? Is this like an old one? It's not It's not that old, six days. Meant- so let me know if anything's changed since, but they should definitely be refunding the ticket holders because they've just changed the time. People bought them tickets thinking it's this time. If they change it, offer a refund, surely. And people don't take into consideration... Uh, how much other disruption this have uh, will have in people's lives. People have jobs. People have to book holidays. People have to do things like that to be able to get the days off to go on that particular day. They might have had to have an argument in their office. I need that day off. It's the tour finals. I need to be there. And then suddenly they'd moved it. So they got sacked from their job. Their manager hates them. Uh, and they couldn't even go in the end anyway. So it was pointless. With all this work for Rory going on, what do you reckon? I'm just looking forward to this day. I think it's going to be mad. I'm going to get on the beers from 10 a.m. ATP finals and then the World Cup. I'm going to be up up the pub, I think, to, on this one. I might have to call in from my phone. Um, nice. But yeah, looking forward to that massively. Uh, the next one I've got, of course, is the biggest news of all news ever to come oh. out in tennis. And um, Ben, we know. He's not a big Rafa admirer. He always has something snide to say. But the king of tennis is confirmed. Rafa on the Dow will play the Paris Masters and the ATP Finals. And here we go. Look at this. Beautiful sight of him. This was at Paris, I believe. Was it last year? I'm not sure when this image was taken. It's nice, though. I like that image. Uh, Yeah, listen, Paris is a great event. I mean, we've always covered it. And it's one I enjoy a lot. I think they could have uh, titled this picture as a sort of 
walking into the danger zone because we know that Rafael Nadal has won neither of these two tournaments. Ooh. So this could be like... Or the, well, we've got water. talking tennis here and that's a bit of a cheap <laughs> dig there, John. Don't let him have it. Come on, John. <laughs> oh, he wasn't at Bercy. No, you're right. So maybe it was the year before. Um, I think the year before, is that where he had the 1,000 matches and they gave him that big... Yes, that was a, that was amazing, wasn't it, on the court? That, that massive 1,000 on there. Oh, there we go. John knows his stuff. Talking tennis, a lot better than us. Um, and apparently this image is 2019. Maybe John took it himself. We never know. Yeah, I thought his hair looked a little bit more full. So looking at the next one, <laughs> this is quite fascinating. Does anyone else hope Djokovic is in the Dow's quarter at Paris and in the same group at the ATP finals? About time they get to play on hard courts. And listen, we've not seen... Well, we've not seen them play on hard courts for some time now, right? No, we haven't seen them. I can't, I can't even remember the last time that I saw them play. I know you asked me earlier and I just thought, was it like about four years ago? Well, the one I can think of was ATP Cup. ATP Cup, they played on hard courts together. Um, I, well, Definitely I can do it. they did. They played against each other on, AT, on the ATP Cup. So that was the most recent one, surely. But let, let me know in the live chat, guys. When was the last time... Djokovic it was ATP Nadal Cup. played uh, on a hard court. I'm well, pretty sure it's the ATP Cup and Djokovic smashed him. When was the last time Nadal beat Djokovic on a hard court? That's probably a better question. I knew that one because I remember it as a stat from when we first started doing the podcast. 2013 was the last time he beat him and that was at the US Open uh, over four sets. So he, well, he hasn't won a set against Djokovic since then uh, on hard courts. This is the year. It's been a special year already, Ben. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Who knows? I I will never doubt Rafael Nadal again. As you know, after the beginning of this year, I had Rafa. I was worried about the injury. I saw the crutches. I thought, well, maybe he's going to drop down the rankings. He's going to suffer with injuries. Guess what? He's not. He's uh, he's going to play the best year that I've seen him play in so long and won the Australian Open, won the French Open. And... Looked incredible at Wimbledon as well. So what do I know? I know absolutely nothing. But I would have to say, I would. I do think Djokovic beats Nadal if they play in either bird seat or the ATP finals. Doesn't mean I'm going to be a bit interested. I don't know, a bit slyly fascinated. That's probably the right word. Extremely fascinated to see it. And I will be cheering on Rafa from the top of my lungs. I just hope he could do something. I think it would just be so special for him to beat Djokovic this year on a hard court after everything he's done. Like Damn that man. would be a massive achievement because all of Noel fam, everyone on Twitter, they're all going to be continuously saying, oh, Nadal stands no chance. And I just want to see their reaction if Nadal was able to beat him. It, I don't think it's going to happen personally. I think Djokovic <laughs> is too strong on this surface. And Nadal, I don't think he's coming into this in great form. I mean... Watching him at the Labour Cup, I know he probably just flew in last minute just to be there for Roger, but it looked a bit suspect. Well, um, as you're talking about form, I just want to quickly touch on somebody else who I know that we you've sort of had some strong words when we were around the US Open. I mean, it was to do with, and you said something almost to the to the words of if Casper Ruud becomes the world number one, it would be a travesty or something like that. Something along those lines. I don't know. If yeah, I did exactly, say that. Yeah, well, I think it'll be a travesty for tennis if he becomes world number one. Well, at the moment, 
having him at the World Tour Finals may be a bit of a travesty as well because his indoor hardcore form doesn't look particularly good at all. And I don't know if he's going to really put up much of a competition. He's lost to Nishioka. He's lost to Munar uh, as well on hardcore. And now he's lost to Vavrinka today in straight sets. And Vavrinka, I know he's good, but Kasparud, come on. You're supposed to be the new breed. You're up the top now. You should really be beating someone like an aging Vavrinka, surely. But I don't know. Like maybe this isn't. Is he just another sort of Rafael Nadal doesn't like the indoor hardcore type? Is he another just Rafael Nadal? <laughs> just Ben, just get out of this stream. You're an absolute disgrace to the tennis community, and I want to disown you. From this moment on, you just talk absolute what? nonsense. He doesn't like the back end of the year. What? Just like another that... Rafa on the doubt. Listen, as people are saying in the live chat, and I need to just emphasize this, Rafa is one of the greatest hardcore players to ever play the game. He's just unfortunate. He's come up against arguably one of the well, the best in Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer. Indoor hardcore player, though. Well, maybe not on... But we're talking about indoor hardcore. I'm not talking ben, about anything talking else. Hardcore. No, I'm talking about hardcore. In... Yeah, but I'm talking about indoor hardcore coming up to the World Tour Finals. That's all I'm talking Look about. Look at this. Let's talk tennis. Uh, well, in, no, in 12 Travel 21. Rafa's most impressive tennis was at Acapulco in 2022. Yeah, outdoor hardcore. He's incredible. Indoor hardcore, we know he avoids a lot of the tournaments because he's doesn't particularly do very well in them. Well, let's but... have a little look. So ATP finals advancing past the round robin stage. So once they've advanced past the round robin, this is their record. So Roger Federer, 16 wins out of 17. <laughs> wow. Just honestly, wow. <laughs> the big Novak Djokovic, 10 out of 14. Still pretty amazing. Rafael Nadal, 6 out of 10. I mean, it's not as good, but it's not. Not it's terrible. Not I mean, Nadal was one of the greatest hardcore players to ever play the game. And that is often ignored and he's just disrespected for it. I know people are saying indoors, totally different. And granted, that is his worst surface. Um, but he's had a great year. I mean, Australia's his worst Grand Slam. He's won it this year. I'm, I'll, I'll go as Beat Daniel as... Medvedev. He's I'll, pretty I'll... good, isn't he? Yeah, but he's better on indoor hardcore than Rafa. That's what I mean. Like, but I would go as far to say, Rafa, yeah, he is. He's one of, not only just one of the greatest hardcore players ever, he's one of the greatest players ever, obviously. But, the and, greatest. Well, up for debate, obviously, from lots of people around the globe. But on indoor hardcore, he just hasn't really... I don't know how many tournaments he's won on indoor hardcore in his career. One. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I, for some Rafa reason... Yeah, isn't it just one tournament? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that statistic on its own just speaks volumes. He's obviously not good on this surface, and you can understand why. And it's it's caters for big service. So you could look at it in another way that, yes, because he's he plays, he wins via actual tennis means, not via serving uh, his way to victory, that you could say that Rafa's tennis is like more beautiful to watch maybe than just watching someone like a Zverev pile drive aces down on his opponent for the whole match. But that's here nor there. That's just a different game on indoor hardcore. It doesn't matter how pretty your game is. That's why people like her catch do so well on indoor hardcore. doesn't have a very pretty game, but it, it works. Yeah. I'm just having a little look now actually on this, um, 
indoor tennis tournaments just to have a look at some mm. of them which ones there are Dallas Open um, I mean some of these don't think they're even playing Labour Cup Madrid Open which I believe that's that's one of that's the one he won the Open 13 which is in France Paris Masters Rotterdam here um, just reading Stockholm Swiss Indoors which is on right now there's not that many events. That's that's basically what I'm trying to emphasize here. So it's not like just saying because he's won one. It doesn't come around that often. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. No, no. So not, the indoor hard court scene's not a big part of the tennis calendar. Still, the biggest event some could argue in the ATP finals is played on it. And that is why I think that's ridiculous. I don't I think I, it's I, just, I know it's this time of year and it makes sense. The end of the year, you're not gonna be able to play on a clay court, but Indoor Maybe they could do an indoor clay or something. Maybe. It would make it a little bit more exciting. Indoor or grass? Indoor grass court. Anything <laughs> different. Listen, I, I don't want to see the same surface. Why should the ATP finals be played on the same surface every year? It's unfair. And does that mean when you get to that debate, when you look at greatest players of all time, looking at tour finals, uh, when somebody, well, certain players are better on one type of surface... Like if you're a great hardcore player, you're obviously going to win much more or an indoor hardcore player, you're going to win much more uh, tour finals than somebody who's not a good indoor hardcore player. Just yeah. makes, it's just obvious, surely. But they're not going to change it, are they? They've well, come this far. I hope so. I hope oh. so. Play oh, it's going to be else. too little too late. Though, 21 says, play on an indoor ice rink. Something different, yeah. at least. W- wood. <laughs> so we've got we've got Oleg in this is a good tweet so the undefeated singles winner of 2022 ATP finals will earn a record 4.7 million dollars in prize money so if you go all of the way through without losing you will win just wow. shy of 5 million dollars in prize money the undefeated doubles duo will earn a record of just shy of a million dollars and the overall purse is a record Fourteen million seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like just insane, oh. isn't it? Look, I mean, look at the prize money for an alter- alternate with no matches. <laughs> what? <laughs> so an alternate who doesn't play gets hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Well, remember there was that whole thing, wasn't there, last year when they were just talking about a player's just gonna. There were some players who were potentially injured and they were like, I'm definitely going to make my way there. <laughs> I'm not missing out on no. this opportunity. Don't blame them. I mean, look, zero to one. So if you just... So I'm yeah. trying to work this yeah, you out. lose so... one in the round robin. So if you lose one, no, I mean, if you win one. No, not on one. If you lose your first match, so you don't. These are people who actually play. You play one, lose one, you get 160 grand. You play, you play one, lose one. Yeah, you play two and lose both. You're never going to play just one, are you? No, but that's what I mean. But you might go off injured, so you might get replaced. But that's what I mean. If you lose all oh, three, okay, get it. Yeah. So if you play one, lose one, 160,000. <laughs> so it's better if you're not bothered about playing. Sit on the bench. You get 150. It's only 10 grand more if you lose one. Well, lose if three. You, just... If you can lose another one. And you're in the money, two forty. You lose free. Wow, three hundred twenty thousand. Having a great time out there. You win one. Look at you, <laughs> half a million. <laughs> what? This is just. God, it's I'm absurd. Just... Like it really is. I mean, where did they get all this money from? I have no idea. Hopefully, it's not the taxpayer. Just, but yeah, just absurd money. And 
here you are with free love in the round robin and you win the whole thing without losing anything. Win the semi-finals and the final. 4.7 million. Wow. Like, I mean, I mean, if you Med- can get out of the group and just get to the semi-final, you're sort of in the money. Well, Medvedev did that recently, didn't he? Didn't he? Win- he, he went, didn't win uh, a one in his whole other one. Then he didn't lose one for the whole of the next one. Was that right? Who Medvedev? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he went all. He went unbeaten. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's obviously not the same prize money, but it's the same. And he beat everyone as well. Yeah, like, team Just... when he was great. Um, well, that team Rafa match was one of the best matches of the year. That was good. Yeah, it was I incredible. Yeah, like so much drama and such the a high level. Team one was good as well. Yeah, brilliant. And, and the Medvedev, reason... Medvedev against all of them was fun. Yeah. The reason but no, hopefully, team... hopefully we get some really good ones this year as well. But I just thought it'd be interesting to show. I mean, it's a crazy purse for the tour finals. And whoever can get there, there's a big incentive to. Like we're talking about them players. Yeah. Hubie Hercatch is going to be desperate to get there, I'm sure. Uh, Yannick Sinner, maybe? I don't know. I think he's a bit far he's, off. He didn't play enough this year and did a few disappointing results. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on. So this is record in the ATP finals year to date. So a minimum of three played. So three events. So you've got Rublev. Um, with a record of four and zero, four and zero. Is that right? I oh, know. Does that mean actual finals of just ATP events? Or in the oh, ATP... record in ATP finals year is to that, date. Is... I think this I is just it... finals. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's for the. I don't remember him doing too well in the ATP tour finals. <laughs> it doesn't say tour finals though, does it? I don't get it. What finals Djokovic lost this year then? God, I don't know off the top. Of I my mean, head. I don't really understand this. What is the explanation? What is the what is the um, <laughs> what are these equals? One. What's the equals nothing? mean? I don't know, mate. I don't know what this where you've drawn this one. From. No, I thought it was a good one, but I just cannot understand it at all. I think you've, I think you've done a me. <laughs> no, I think it's where you lose a final. Like, yeah, so Rublev's what played four finals, one four, one four finals. Fritz what, what? won three. Where did Djokovic of... lose? Which one did he lose? Oh, there you he go. Lost Belgrade. Yeah, he did lose go. one. Belgrade. Oh, okay. That's that's why I couldn't think. Alcaraz has lost two finals. Got bageled in that one. Felix he covered that one. one. <laughs> yeah, that was earlier in the year, though, wasn't it? Long time ago. So, so yeah, where, this... where it's uh, equals, they've won as many as they've lost, probably. I don't yeah, know. I still why don't they, understand the relevance. I don't know what the equals this. is. Yeah. I thought... Can't say they've never made a final. What Rafa's not made a final this year. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, I'm going to move on from it. I don't even like it. Yeah, I don't even understand why that one's in there. Get that one out of here. Well, I don't have any more. So oh, okay. <laughs> that was it. That was the one I was going to spend some time on because I thought it was the record in tour finals, but it was a complete shambles. Um, anyway, last thing to say is stay tuned on the channel because we're going to be covering as much tennis as we can. We've got Paris Bercy. We're going to be doing quite a bit of, and of course, the conclusion of these big events in Vienna and in Basel. So you don't want to miss that. Um, Something else as well. Obviously, coming up next week uh, is going to be the women's tour finals as well. So we will be doing a preview. Now all the places are confirmed for the women's. That'll be coming up later this week. So make sure I'll put, uh, I'll schedule it early so everybody can uh, make sure they can set a reminder for that one. Maybe the weekend, Uh, Ben. That's fine. I'll just get it out. I just want to get it on there just so that everybody knows when it's going to be happening. It's a big one and we want to make sure we give it the respect it deserves. Yep, exactly that. 
If you want to see who we have qualifying, go back to the start of the video if you've already seen it. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe, and we'll see you very soon for more tennis action. See you later, guys. Podcast Network.